It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use, and because they're offering exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when I win with FanDuel, I get paid fast. Plus, FanDuel is now live in Ohio. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, and Ohio. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are heading into Super Wild Card Weekend, folks. And as always, for every episode, I've got my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Hello, Chad. Happy Wildcard Weekend, brother. Wildcard Weekend, man. It would surprise everybody to know that uh, before we came on the air, you and I were having a very deep discussion about whether or not Shakespeare was an <laughs> amalgamation of people. If Homer was real or if somebody was ghostwriting him, that's what we talk about on what used to be known as America's most literate gambling podcast. Now we're just fucking the gens and wise guys. That's right. <laughs> that's it. That's all Amen. we are. Uh, and look, say, we're not uh, we're not talking conspiracy about Bigfoot or the lizard people. We're talking Shakespeare and Homer. That's right. We go deep. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, I have written seven books for bestsellers, that's but true. whatever. Chad Millman wrote a book. Whatever. And I read uh, it at a third grade level, so we're the perfect combo. <laughs> Together, we are totally <laughs> average. Yeah. It's like a buddy comedy from the 1980s. So <laughs> a lot of line moves, a lot of news with the quarterbacks, whether it be Skylar Thompson, we're not getting clarity on that, which we didn't have when we recorded the other day. We're getting a little bit more clarity on Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, based on who's been practicing and what Jim Harbaugh is saying. We're going to break down that. The Jags line has moved uh, again since we recorded. There's a lot to break down. Reminder, we went Ravens Foxhole at six and a half. That line is now at eight and a half. We went Simon Says, Jags one and a half. That is now at two and a half. Jags plus two and a half. Exact decision was Bucks two and a half. It remains at two and a half. Before we get to anything, I do want to ask you one question because, you know, we get a lot of questions in the chat now that we're doing this live on AMP and we're going to get the sharp calls and and the line moves and how we're adjusting yeah. stuff. But in the chat, people have asked, how do you change the inputs for your models as we get to the playoffs? Because you mentioned on the show the other day that betting in the playoffs and making numbers in the playoffs is just different than it is during the regular season. Fewer games, 10 fewer games, 
this week than than the previous week. So can you explain to people how you change your inputs? Yeah, it changed in the sense that um, I'm not going to go as big probably with my bets early in the week where it's like you have books are going to take more money in the playoffs. It's just it's just much easier to get money down when you want to get money down, um, especially where what is it? 80% of the time, 75% of the time, at least in my career in the playoffs, I'm always on almost, almost always on the side the book needs. It's just very rare that I'm with the book, but like people know this week, there's a couple of public favorites I really like. Um, and that's just like historically they're profitable in the wild card weekend. So every round I change as well, style, like as the rounds go along, I'm more likely to bet just home teams in general and dogs where it's like, if it's a home dog in the next couple of rounds, it's, People are going to know. It's almost a guarantee I can't help myself because that model is always going to benefit that where home field might not matter as much during the regular season, but playoffs, the, da- the data bears it out. Like that, the one seeds, there's a reason mathematically they make the Super Bowl the most. It's like they literally play two home games and they get a bye week in the first round. So we had to update that, all of your playoff stuff, just because they got rid of the bye for the two seed. So, yeah, for me, betting – um I would say it's all about situational too, where like that Ravens number, I I mean, if I guaranteed knew it was going to be Huntley, I'd be all in on this game. Like I just love everything about it. I even love the line movement. Like as much as people get scared off that stuff, it's something we'll talk about. I love it. It's just like, all right, more value. I kind of already factored in Lamar was going to play, but I did think in the back of my mind, all the smart people we had listened to said Lamar was going to be back by now. So that's one of those where it's like, yeah, playoffs, I try not to do as much, like try not to go too crazy betting overboard early in the week. But yeah, if it's a certain game, I'll, I'll bet, you know, it can end up being six figures, no problem on a game where it's just like, okay, I like this position, like the number public keeps betting the other way. And whatever it is, and the line keeps moving towards what I like, I'll just keep buying in on those sides. But to me, my, my biggest betting weeks will always be week one, easy to get the money down all through the summer. All it's just easy to get a lot of money down then. And then Super Bowl, Super Bowl, they don't care. Anyone, any pro at any book you can walk into, they will take any type of bet you want on Super Bowl. They might limit it, like right, those prop bets, we all know that. But yeah, for money-wise, biggest weeks for me are always going to be week one and always be the Super Bowl. It's just the easiest time to get money down. If uh that that's what people are wondering, where my my biggest bets usually come in at. When you're betting, let's say, let's take the Ravens and the Jags, for example. Yeah. Ravens move from six and a half to eight and a half. We both bet it early in the week at six and a half. Yep. The Jags moved from one and a half. It was at two and a half, moved down, back to one and a, got to one and a half. We betted at one and a half. Now it's a two and a half. I'm assuming you bet it again. I bet it again. Yeah. Do you bet the same number of units when the when it goes up, or do you bet more, or do you bet less? Same amount. But come Saturday, I might just load up on it. But like right now, yeah, it's just it's not. I don't even call it feelers, but that's kind of what it is. It's just like all right, the number moved against me. Let me just get more down on it before it, it drops down in case the pros come in on the other side. It's one of those where it's just a little bit of a game of there's always going to be professionals on the other side. We just talked about it. there's six games. So we're like, we're about to do sharp calls. It's all going to be all over the place. It's very rare where there's going to be games we all align on um, just because it's the season of opinions. I mean, I, I was going to say, ask Chad if he wants to do it at the end of our show. We can run through what we think our Super Bowl matchups and all that stuff will be. Um, but that's what this time of year is. It's just forming opinions. And I always joke with people, it's very rare that it goes like we all think, right? Eagles, Chiefs, Super Bowl, both one seeds making it. Last year, it was both four seeds. I mean, it was the Rams versus Bengals. I mean, tends to get a little weird here. NFL, mathematically, it just works out where if you're going to make a bet, the one seed 
the math always says to back that side just because they literally just won a game this weekend and they didn't play. So that right there is a huge advantage where every team here, like we're about to talk about, it's another week and it's another chance to lose. That's why the numbers are always built into that where, you know, I feel like in most people's minds right now, the 49ers and the Bills are the two teams most people are going to be picking right now. They're just the hot team. So um, it's it's no surprise that the betting market's kind of shifted that way, even though the Chiefs are still the favorite overall. All right, well, let's talk about it. Let's get to Sharp Calls. <laughs> Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody said, baby, what you doing? A lot of dirt thrown on my name. No, I mean, I did have a lot of guys talking shit to me this week. They hated my take with the Ravens. They, they were like, why are you guys taking that number when you don't know uh, what the quarterback situation was? And my view was, I felt like the books hung that number knowing more info than me. I thought they hung it thinking, okay, Lamar, every team doctor said it was a three to six week injury. I believe this is technically week six or week seven for this injury. So we all assumed Lamar would be back. And with Lamar back, that's an amazing number, especially where Joe Burrow, he's pretty much torn up every defense. But if you look historically, the the Ravens actually played pretty well against him. Um, just not even this year, but it, since he's coming to the league. So um, I – Nothing's going to change for me, but it was interesting hearing that there are so many pros that did come in on the sixth of the Bengals, did come in on the six and a half, did throw them in a bunch of teasers, which we talked last year. I thought the, the Ravens will cover this number. I just don't think they'll win. Made perfect sense, people teasing them down. I still think it's not terrible if you want to do it, right? If it's eight and a half and you're doing a six-point teaser, that's two and a half, which we talk all the time. That's a key number if you get it under the three. So still just – it just reeks to me. Everything about this line reeks. I still think the bookmakers know what they're doing here. Something, something's fishy, something's off with this line. Um, so that's definitely what we're going to talk about where I was shocked to hear so many pros love this Bengals line where I just, I don't know. I just, as soon as I saw this one open, it really, it really jumped out. So uh, no shock on that one. The one we're going against for sure against the pros is they like the Seahawks. Um, all the trends, there's a bunch of stuff that backs it. Teams that have gotten swept in the regular season and you're seeing the team in the playoffs that favor the Seahawks. Um, there's a bunch of trends against rookie quarterbacks making their first start in the playoffs, ATS. Quarterbacks, um, what is it, coming off five straight wins heading into the playoffs, ATS, not good. Tons of trends. So I know tons of trend betters. That's literally what they do. They just bet trends. They're not like me. That It's just all day on a computer making calls. They literally will run through their trends on Monday and Tuesday, and they'll be like, okay, this is what the trends say to do, and this is what I'll do it because – the playoffs are pretty simple. It's not – you can go back through the history. It tends to repeat itself, the history in the playoffs. And that's where if you look through the data, the books, they always have an advantage over the public in the playoffs because of public perception. So, of course, it's it's very chalk of me to back the 49ers. I knew the guys would be on their side. I'm shocked that enough money came in. The books moved it to 9.5 because that's a key number, that they moved it off to 10. So that, that definitely made me pause, but – I, I honestly, none of my picks changed after all these sharp calls. That was one though that was more, more obvious. I knew that we were on the public side. When we talked about that one, Chad. I feel like that's why I thought you'd probably be on the Seahawks. Um, but yeah, they're all, they're all pretty much like that Seahawks side. Um, the one we all lined up on was that uh, Bills line. Uh, we got a little lucky. It dropped a nine and a half off like, not just fake bad news, but people just speculating, like speculating that two would be back. Um, people move that number to nine and a half, which was an absolute gift. If you're betting the bills, um, call it the news, whatever it said, it was like five minutes. 
after Schefter had given it out, put in the action app at 11. And I think not even 20 minutes after that, it was up to 13, 12 and a half in most books. Now it's settled in at 13, 13 and a half for the Bills. I told you I made it that number. With, the, with this kid as the backup, that's the number I made it. Now you're telling me their starting tackles might be out or their starting guard as well might be out. I, dude, this might close for me at like 15, 16. Like this number might just keep on moving because not only do you have an inexperienced quarterback, now you're taking away an offensive line. And I, I get it. Von Miller's a huge deal to this Bills defense. Their weakness is kind of against the run. Like they're great at pass rushing. So to me, I, I, I do get why this is the biggest line ever um, in football. But it was interesting, interesting hearing the pros come in so heavy on the Bills. Saw some sharp groups come in the other side. They thought, okay, this Tua news sounds good. That Tua would be back this week. Pure speculation. They got caught, but I think most of them were able to buy other positions. That's why that not to me. That's why that number moved so heavily. Was anyone pro that had come in on Miami bought out of their position? That's why it was just a double of public pros hitting the same side and guys buying out of their position. So it's going to be scary because Miami is going to be the biggest need of the books this week. Um, but it's nice to know that. The pros line up with us on a chalky favorite. And I believe our our, our guy, Evan, who I, he does put out a lot of the trends. Um, dogs have, I mean, favorites of 10 or more at home since 2016 in the wild card round, five and one against the spread. So it, it is good to take some of the big chalk favorites in the wild card round. Yeah. Uh, it feels like this is a, we've been seeing this more and more. There are just more blowouts in this round. Um, yeah. So I think it's interesting that we're talking about the bills. You and I talked about it the other day. We texted like that line was sitting at 12 and a half. I still felt good about it at 12 and a half. I bet yep. it at 12 and a half. I still feel good about it. I think they might beat them by 30. You know, make I don't our big think balls this... then? what's that? We make our big balls. I feel like it's big balls for us to take a 13 point favorite. Here. It's huge balls for us <laughs> to take a 13 point favorite. Well, let's, I think I think it may end up being that. I yeah. think it's the it's because it's making me uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I just hit it again at 13 because I'm worried about going 13 and a half. And I was just like, man, this is a massive favorite. Like Josh Allen, his red red zone turnovers. This could be our Achilles heel here. But I just keep thinking about this Bills team. Not I don't I hate saying team at destiny, but they got the vibes with their fans of like this is setting up really nice for them in every way. I mean who knows what the atmosphere is going to be like there, but you can already, I think we all can agree. It's going to be absolutely mental at Orchard Park. And yeah. this is a rookie quarterback. Like I can't get over the fact that this kid is literally just being thrown to the wolves here uh, with no offensive line either. It's just, man, Miami is just in a terrible spot. Well, look, there's also that stat that rookie quarterbacks going against veteran quarterbacks in yeah. their first playoff start 14 and 35 yeah. against the spread. I forgot when that year, what it goes back to. It might be. I, I, I want to say it's uh, 02, but it could be 03. Yeah. It's using Bet Labs, right? Yeah, it's using Bet Labs. So it's a 20 year. I'm trend. assuming that's when it is. Usually that's yeah. when Bet Labs cut. Um, so look, let's just let's just do it. Big <laughs> balls, bet of the week. <laughs> Buffalo Bills, nearly two touchdown favorites. We're going for it. We hate it. We're going for it. <laughs> Alert here for Josh Allen. Excuse me, touchdown. How many quarterbacks 
have you ever seen hurdle anyone? Goodness. There's no fear. No way. to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. But yeah, like I'm betting it all straight. This isn't one of the, like, this is one of the games I threw in a teaser. But if you're still scared of that number, you can tease it up under the seven still. You can still do that. I get it. Um, but I feel like Chad just nailed it. Just historically, the trends, everything backs. You just take this number. The, it's the quarterback position. That's what we talk about all the time in the playoffs. The quarterback can overcome even bad coaching in the playoffs. We saw that with Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to show on Zach Taylor too much, but Joe Burrow's talent so out of this world. I feel like he's been carrying Zach Taylor for a while oh my here. God. So it, it to me, it's just one of those where in the playoffs, I rarely, I rarely get these kind of opportunities because this could have been Mahomes, right? If they didn't get the one seed, if the Bills had gotten it, and what what would this line be in Arrowhead, Miami going there with this kid? It probably would be fourteen. So yeah. I, I do think this line's still a little undervalued because I really do neutral field, Bills, Chiefs, that's a pick, or it might even be minus one towards the Bills. So um, to me, I still think you're getting great value on this Bills team. You mentioned the Seahawks and Niners. It's interesting to me. There's two games that I haven't bet yet, the Giants and the Vikings and the Seahawks and the Niners. Yeah. Because everything in my body says bet the Niners at nine and a half. <laughs> but – there's something there's something that is holding me back. You're I, a pro. Yeah, it, it's like it's the situation, the fact that it's going to be shitty weather. Yep. It's a rookie quarterback against a veteran quarterback, even though it's first court, first time in the playoffs for both. The Seahawks are so undervalued. The Seahawks, the 49ers are so overvalued. Everything about this to me says, I think I'm just going to stay away. <laughs> you can't. It's the playoffs. <laughs> No, that's fair. Um, I just like there's no, I see no advantage either way. Yeah, it's just tough where I do. Like, I just got to stay staunch in my belief that the league has figured out Gino. Uh, if you just look at his numbers towards the tail end of the season, it was bad. You look at the three quarterbacks he beat in this last half of the season, it was John Wilford, Baker Mayfield. And then whoever the backup was to Arizona. So the Gino, that's my biggest thing here. Where it's like, if if he was playing really well coming into this, it would be a no brainer because it's literally like what Chad's talking about, which is giving a weird feeling of it's a divisional. It's the third time they've seen each other. They've already been swept, which is like all the math backs out bank backing the team that just got swept. Now they play each other in the playoffs. Um, but it's just that that Geno factor where it's like Brock Purdy, I think he's going to get caught. Like, I mean, we haven't given our Super Bowl predictions here, but yep. I do think he's eventually going to get caught. It's just – it's just – it's a lot to put on this kid's shoulders. I mean, in these games I talked about, if you go back and look, he's been not only flawless, he's just running a really smooth offense. Like, guys in his face, he always makes the right read. It's just been insane, especially when I talked to, like, especially college pros who bet this kid. And, like, because I know no, – I honestly knew nothing really about him. They, they don't get it. They're like, dude, if you watched him in college, he had talent, but this is like out-of-body experience right now for this kid. So in this matchup where he has all the confidence in the world, they're at home, I'm going to take it, especially now that it's under 10. I'm, I'm still going to back it. But um, obviously, like Chad just said, it's 
it's never a good feeling. I know it's not just one or two pros. It's a lot of pros that are back in the Seahawks in this spot. They like this position, but I still think this is the move here for me with the 49ers. So I'll, I'll be on 49ers first half. I'll be on 49ers first game, all game. It's just, it's just a spot I like to take them. Um, maybe next week I'll go against it, right? Because everyone in the world's going to be on them again against the Vikings and that or Giants, whoever they play, Tampa, Dallas. Um, that'll be the time I'll go against them. But in this spot against this Seahawks team that they've already climbed the mountain. They won their Super Bowl last week in overtime, making the playoffs. I just – good letdown spot for them against a team that's just better in every aspect. Uh, Stucky and Colin Wilson – Big bets on campus podcast covering college sports. They do our college football. They loved Brock Purdy at Iowa State as long it was as long as it was in October. They <laughs> called it Brocktober. Anytime it was in October, they didn't like Brock Purdy. Um, let's Is talk. He has what Chad. a crazy ATS record in October or something? He just lit it up in October. Like that's every year when Iowa State thing. started sort of <laughs> trending upward. And, you know, would have an upset, would play the game close in the Big 12. And then come November, they'd fade like they always do because it's Iowa State. It's not like (laughs) a big time program. But uh, the Jags opened at two and a half. uh, We're we're plus two and a half. Got bet down to one and a half. uh, Bounced back up. Yeah. Why do you think it bounced back up? I know why I still love the Jags and bet it again at two and a half. Why do you still love the Jags? I truly believe it bounced back up because of Joey Bosa news. He got full practice in, so he is good to go. And I think, to me, Joey Bosa, even if he's coming off an injury this season, he's still, to me, worth half a point. Like, it's he is an absolute game wrecker. And they're down, I wouldn't say the one of the best left tackles on football. Jaguars, they got issues on their own line. Like, they've, they've had inju- injuries this year. So the Joey Bosa, fact, he's full on practicing this week. It's just, it's bad. Um Mike Williams, though, is still not practicing, so I'll take that. That's a bonus. Um, I'm shocked that the pros like the Chargers here so much. It just feels like such a public darling. I don't know. Not that a sucker bet, but it's. It does. It feels like a sucker bet. Look. Yeah. Simon, we've faded the Chargers <laughs> as favorites yeah. all season long. We're fading the Chargers as favorites on the road in a coaching mismatch. You know, like. I am I am just not a believer that Brandon Staley is wily like a fox. I think he's a wild card who sometimes makes incredibly irresponsible decisions. And I think we saw it this past week with how he used the roster. And so um I like I like the Jags at home with Doug Peterson. Yeah. It it makes no sense to me. Yeah, and it's just funny talking like this. Just the fact that I, got, I know two really smart groups that came in on the Jag, uh, the Chargers, I should say, at one, and their whole view of it was, yeah, I could see the Jaguars covering this number, but Herbert's not losing this game. Like they got him winning a really close battle. Their model makes it too. I make it a pick. So like to me, yeah, the value right now is screaming on the Chargers. But I saw where they're coming from. Uh, if you go back and look through Herbert's you mean record, on the Jacks. Yeah, sorry on the Jags. If you if you if you get where I get where they're coming from, like Herbert plays close games, and those close games he tends to win them. And Trevor Lawrence on their side, we've seen him play well this year. But if you go back and look at the teams he did beat, there was always a reason for that, either between injuries or whatever it was. Um, I get they have so many question marks around Lawrence, but 
I feel like what you're just talking about is what they keep overlooking, which is the, the coaching discrepancy in this is just major. Like Doug, he is such a weapon in the playoffs. The fact that he's been through it and he knows exactly how to handle these kind of moments. The guy is a rookie coach in the playoffs. He's never been a coach, head coach in the playoffs. That's a big deal. ATS-wise, I don't know the exact data on it, but I know there's going to be a discrepancy there. There has to, it has to be tough to be a first-time uh, head coach. Um, but to me, I, I'm i hoping it gets to three, but I would be shocked if it gets to yeah, three. Because to me, that's an easy position in middle for most of these pros. Like if you got the one on the Chargers – it's crossed a two a key number, two and a half a key number. Now it's hit three. That's crazy. So we'll see, Chad. If it does hit three, that I will not lie to you. I'd be a little terrified. If, we, if we're sitting here Saturday night, it's just sitting on three. That means the books really need the Jaguars, which would be a little scary just because, you know, it's it's not ideal when they're they're letting guys middle them, uh, moving that number to such a key number. But I, I, I wasn't surprised that more guys weren't on the Jaguars, but it was a sense that, Every pro I know, for the most part, is on the Buccaneers. I thought it'd be the same thing here, like a good home dog, a good spot with a good coach. Um, this was a good spot to back this Jaguars team. So, am I leaking confidence a little? Probably a little bit because it's like playoff time, and there's just a lot of noise in my head. But this Jaguars team, I just never had a doubt I'd be taking them. Um, the only way I would take the Chargers if it flipped, and the Jaguars were minus one favorites, and it just never was going to be that way. The public is always going to like. The Chargers are always going to have an affinity for Herbert. Um, it's just, I say, Chad, we're getting good value. We have to take the value. So two yeah. and a half, I'll take that every time. Like I said, it just seems nonsensical to me. The wise guys seem to be buying into a narrative that Justin Herbert is the second coming of the next great quarterback. Yep. And with Keenan Allen, they're a different team. We saw enough of the Jags. We went all in on Doug Peterson as a coach. <laughs> yeah. We did, right? Like before the season started, we said, we believe Doug Peterson will be able to do things with this team and this quarterback to get them in a position to win the division. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And it started to click in the latter half of the year. So no reason to get off that Dougie P train right now. Totally agree. NFL wildcard weekend is here and the easiest way to get in the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code favorites. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. If I had a free bet this weekend, I'd bet... Tampa Bay Buccaneers, home underdogs. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel is also now live in Ohio, so make sure you get in on the action with great offers just for you now and throughout January. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code Favorites make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Let's talk about the Bucks. You mentioned the Bucks. Love the Bucks at two and a half. Stucky and Raybound were talking about it today on the Action Network podcast. You know, I love to listen to it on Thursdays. And we were already on the Bucks. Stucky was talking about the Bucks defense. We already had made some notes. We talked about this on Green Dot Daily on Tuesday. We talked about it on the podcast. Bucks defense against the pass plays to the weaknesses of Dak Prescott. They will get pressure. They allow. They're top 10 in, in quarterback sacks. They're top 10 in total passing yards allowed. They're top 10 in yards per pass attempt. And then Stucky pointed out something. When Akeem Hicks and Vita Vea are in the lineup yep. at the same time, this team was 6-1 and one this year, averaging under four yards per rush allowed and averaging under 16 points per game allowed. Without those two, nearly five yards per rush allowed and nearly 25 points per game. So... I think we're getting a pretty good matchup here against an offense with an offense in Brady that I think was starting to peak in yeah. the final few weeks of the year, other than Atlanta game. Yeah. And the only, like we got a little bit of pushback and the only pushback was, well, their stats are skewed just because they played in such a weak division. And I said to them, well, they had guys missing time a lot. So Hicks was out for a decent amount of the season. Like that's a lot of, yeah, I can get where they're coming from. That does help, obviously, them playing in a, a division where you look at the quarterbacks in their division. Yeah, it was an absolute train wreck. Like, Dak is one of the better quarterbacks they'll face all season. But if you go back and watch that film before he even got hurt in that game early in the year, the Bucks just did exactly what Chad talked about. They had a lot of pressure, which obviously Dak doesn't like. He hates being moved off his spot. Um, and then you saw in the secondary – he just did, was not able to move the ball against that really ferocious defense the Bucks do have when they're healthy. We already talked about that. To me, the biggest thing is the flip side where Cowboys secondary, they're just not what they were earlier in the year. They have so many injuries to that position. And we already know Godwin's healthy. Mike Evans is healthy. We expect Julio to play in this game. Those are major weapons for Tom. And we've seen Tom, if he finds a team with a little bit of weakness, he just all he does is attack the weakness. He does not care. Completely corrected. Tom just knows better. He'll just keep attacking it. We saw that against Carolina. Mike Evans, he was literally in a coma for, I don't even know, 11 weeks. And he scored about three bombs in that game. And it just felt like they kind of found something there where Tom was just like, this is here. When I need this, this is always here. So um, matchup-wise, we love it. We already talked about, though, it's scary where this just feels too easy. It felt too easy when I took the three. feels easy when it's two and a half. So one of those, um, I bet. Early in the week at three, I've taken a little at two and a half, and now I've just been waiting where it's like, this goes to two by Monday. That's okay. I'll still take it there. I'll just take the money line. If it goes to three, that's what I'm hoping for. It's just hoping that the public or whoever chases on the Cowboys come Monday night and we get it back up to three. So um, if you already got the three or two and a half, it's one of those lines. You just hang out on it. Wait until the game. Wait until uh, Monday. 
Um, not much to do with it at this point. Last game to review. The only game we didn't spend a lot of time on last time was the Giants and the Vikings. Uh, anyone call you about the Giants and the Vikings? I think we, like, I'd probably lean Giants, but don't feel strongly about the Giants. I'd say, like, a very, very small amount of pros are on the Giants. I'd say almost most of the guys I talk to, they they just do the same thing we're doing, Chad. You're taking a veteran quarterback against the guy who hadn't been in the playoffs before, and it's historically good, where Daniel Jones – this is if you're a guy who's just been backing them all season, I think they're the best team ATS this season, the Giants. This is your dream. It's you, it's what you've been betting all season. If you bet the Giants, it's everyone like me doubting Daniel Jones, doubting the Giants, and them catching three points, and they just somehow cover the numbers. So um to me, I just like the Vikings in this spot. I like the number for them. I like Kirk in this spot. Um the Giants had an incredible year. I just feel like it runs out here. Uh, but completely this is why like i didn't make it one of our four or anything like unique to it yeah all the games just the most hated torturous bet i'm making because i want to bet daniel jones i like they, i love these kind of teams that are just gritty as hell and cover every number compared to what we think the vikings are which is absolute frauds and they're way inflated than they should be just because kirk had an incredible incredible season in the fourth quarter so um that's why i'm gonna back the vikings almost this whole playoff run as long as they're in it just because they just feel like one of those teams that just knows how to win. Like they know how to win ugly. They know how to keep games close. So two and a half, we already talked about two and a half automatic bet Vikings, three and a half automatic bet Giants. It's just the perfect number at three. I'll just take the Vikings because I like them at home here. By the way, we've mentioned the luck rankings all season long on this podcast. Uh, I should tell you that the biggest discrepancy in the luck rankings for the playoffs right now uh, the only one that is more than 16 point differential in uh, luck parameters. And that was a at higher than 16 points or more in differential was covering at like a 62% clip during the season. Tampa Bay, Dallas. So that's so, an, another reason to take Tampa. Yep. Everything else, it's interesting, is below 10. And so there's no real advantage below 10. But that was a big one. Yeah. Um okay. I would say even I would say even Cowboys fans could agree with that, where it's like they had a lot of close games and a lot of bounces kind of go their way. Where even when Dak put them in bad positions with all of his turnovers, they found a way. So that's why it's like that the stat Evan put out about what the hell was it? Brady being two and fourteen ATS in his last uh 16 night games. It's like Fuck, man, can I not see this stuff? Stop trying to talk me off this Bucks one. I'm trying to stay staunch where it's like, I know this is the number I have to take Brady here. Evan, of course, is Evan Abrams, who uh, runs all of our research and is a true savant when it comes to betting yeah. information. By the way, I, w- I should say, you and I waffling on the Vikings-Giants, you're taking a little piece of the Vikings. Raybon, love the Giants on the Action Network podcast. Homer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's a pro, but he is a Giants fan, full disclosure. <laughs> That's good. All yeah. right. Uh, let's see. Our big balls. We're going with the Bills, minus 13. You want to break down the Ravens game? Well, we kind of did. Yeah, it's fair. I would just say to everyone, like, I'm still in on it. I'm still in on the eight and a half, but we obviously need Huntley. That's my biggest thing I wanted to say. It was just, if you've already bet it, don't keep betting it every day. Like, don't be a psycho like me. Wait until you get the QB, QB uh, notification, whatever the news is on the quarterback positions, because 
it's a big deal. I mean, Hunley, I know he's not an all-star anything like that, but if you go back, he keeps he kept them in most close games. He was able to put drives together. Um, that would just be a big deal for him playing in this game. So just keep waiting. I would say if you're nervous about your position, just tease out. Do a teaser with the Bengals, get out of it, do whatever you want to do, get down to that two and a half. But I already told you, I just there's something about this line. Um it's just it's rare we go through the wild card weekend without at least one real upset. And this would be, I feel like all the other games, there wouldn't be really an upset, right? If the the Bucks were the Jags one, I mean it's under three. It wouldn't be shocking, I feel like to most people. This would truly be shocking. Joe Burrow losing here at home would be very shocking. So yeah, I'm just the reason I'm not giving up their money line is just because I don't see it happening. Like we talk all the time, Joe Cool. It's just hard to think this guy's not gonna win by a field goal. It's just what he does. Um, but like we said all the time, this is an inflated line. Bumped way too up in the playoffs. Everyone plays tighter. And when you have a dominant defense, which the Ravens do, you're always in it. You're always in it. And that's what I'm trying to keep saying in my head where it's like they're going to be in this game because of that defense. And that's really what we're back in here. So injuries, again, are mounting for that, that Bengals team. On the flip side, the Ravens defense have only gotten healthier to this point. This is the healthiest they've been all season. So that's that's what we're back in. We're back in this Ravens defense. You can follow in the action app. Uh, I bet it at six and a half. I bet it again at seven and a half. Of course, it went up to eight and a half. I haven't bet it eight and a half just because I feel like I got it at seven and a half. I'm just going to wait on the news for Huntley, like you said. Um, the foxhole bet for us was the Ravens six and a half. Now we'll just say it's Ravens eight and a half. Uh, <laughs> Simon says was Jags plus one and a half. Clearly, you like it at two and a half. Yeah. And the exact decision was the Bucks plus two and a half. Um I think that's everything. Yeah. Just enjoy it, people. This is it. Six games. Next week's four. Week after that, two, then one. Enjoy it. Most games we'll have the rest of the year. It's really going to be an amazing, super wild card two words <laughs> weekend. Uh, yeah. This has been the favorites podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter for producer extraordinary Matt Mitchell. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Listen all the way through. Until next time, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.